You're listening to another great podcast in the Stoplight Network. My Mac Podcast 395. Panda tea? Sure, I'll have a cup of You're listening to the G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. Welcome, everyone, to the MyMac.com podcast. This is number 395 of a, of a continuing train wreck. Go. <laughs> it's not a train wreck. Oh, it's just it's just fun. the G-Men. It is. It is. It's just the G-Men. Oh, so how are you doing tonight, Gaz? I'm... <laughs> That's our new favorite sound effect for people that are listening. <laughs> It has it has since beaten out. <laughs> it has. Um, I, I don't know why you think that sound effect is quite so funny, but it does the job for me, so I'm happy. I'm very good uh, guy. Actually, I'm sponrific because obviously we will be talking about a couple of the reasons why I'm sponrific as soon as um, perhaps I've spoken to you first. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing just fine tonight. Guess good. 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 <laughs> oh, now. Um, Next, let, let's talk about next week really quickly here. Uh, you're not going to be here next week because you have some some uh, work uh, stuff to do, and and you're going to be out of town, as I as I recall it. Um, more or less. Well, yeah, it couldn't be simpler. Exactly, exactly. So <laughs> next next week is going to be a real hodgepodge. Of a pod, a hodgepodge cast, hodgepodge, hodgepodge cast. Um, we're gonna have, hopefully, unless something goes horribly, horribly wrong, we're going to have uh, Elisa Paselli, and finally on the MyMac.com podcast, Tom Schmidt. And I'm not gonna be here. Oh, you, you, you forgot to do something. Let me try it again. Elisa Paselli and Tom Schmidt. Exactly, and I was actually looking. I was actually looking for another clip, but <laughs> no, no, no. That's perfect. That's perfect. Um, and I have. I, I'm setting up an interview right now that I'm actually going to record uh, this weekend. Uh, special guest, somebody who had who is a very, very long time podcaster, and probably a, a good section of our audience will know who this person is when I tell you about it next week. Isn't that fantastic? That is fantastic. Thank you, Steve. Um, before we just get go completely off the rails here, uh, one of the things that I'd like to talk about on the show in the future is that I'm... And that's I, not Ruby on Rails, if anybody No, no, thinking. not Ruby on Rails. It's, it's the podcast on Rails. Uh, I'm starting to look into how I'm going to configure uh, my MacBook Pro for my son Guy when he goes to college next year. And, and I need to, to figure out a way to remotely control iTunes, iOS, and the Mac App Store because they're all going to play a part in it. Because I, I don't want to just give him uh, the passwords to my iTunes account, but I do want him <laughs> to be able to use all of the content that I have. Well, I mean, the thing is because, I mean, I've got all of all of these services are tied in with my credit card. And Correct. if that pa- once that password gets out, I literally could be looking at 
you know, hundreds of dollars, if not more, of charges. So, yeah, I, so um, we've added parental controls. <laughs> it's, not, it's, not, it's not enough, really, is it? No, no. For people with teenagers, they know that, that Steve was lying right there. There are no parental controls for teenagers. So that's one of the things we'll be looking at on uh, one of the future shows. Now, now, you've got some stuff here, Gaz. I, I'm, I'm not quite sure what this means. Do, uh, do you not? Well, <clears throat> iPad. Right. Did, did it come? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. It actually came. I was on the uh, Bagel Tech uh, podcast, actually, um, later on the day, and they said, let's have a grand opening, you know, where everybody basically uh, opens their, their iPad live because it's a video podcast. And Andy Anarko <laughs> was due to be on there as well. Oh, did he and, make it? Uh, yeah, he did. He did, although he he. He didn't have an iPad to open, but myself and uh, Ewan uh, Rankin and uh, um, oh, I've been forgotten his name now. Um, another guy. <laughs> oh, him! I like him. Him, yeah, him. Don't worry <laughs> about him. Well, he didn't have one anyway, so it doesn't matter. But I, I mean, Don McAllister was on. Don McAllister was on as well. So there's um, five of us in total. Yeah. Um, Boy, so you but, all opened them at the same time? Well, yeah, but I received my iPad. This show went out about three thirty in the afternoon. I had Friday afternoon off. Um, but the iPad arrived at 9.30 in the morning. Now, my car was in for service, and I had a knock on the door at about 8 o'clock, and I thought, crikey, it's arrived, that's early. And the guy said, uh, come to pick up your car. And I went, ugh. Uh, ugh. Take the yeah, car here's and my keys. go. I'll go. And I had another <laughs> phone call for something, and it was something else. Ugh. ugh. And then at 9.30, which actually is quite early for me, the yeah. iPad arrived. Yeah, yeah, but well, how do you think I could wait? Do, do, you, do you think I could keep the iPad, you know, in an unopened state <laughs> until three thirty in the afternoon? No, 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 no. So what I did was I got it out, <laughs> <laughs> I synced it all up, I had a little play, and then I put it back in the box very neatly, and it looked like it had actually gone back in the box because I, I did it very. When I opened the box, I, you know, I and took the cellophane off i was extremely careful oh, so, so it actually kind of looked put it like back on. yeah it was all back in because they said let's have a look at the seal gas because he said i don't trust you because i'd been you know i had tweeted a few things and i went no no i was just messing you about to get you wound up and i showed him uh, the box on the video and he said no, it doesn't look like you tampered with it i said look i told you anyway i opened it up and then started up and i said crikey apple have synced it up for me Boy, those guys at Apple, they are some God, they're smart so good. cookies. They're so good. They are um, so good. So, so yes, I have an iPad 3, uh, black, <sighs> 64 gigabyte, Wi-Fi only, and the screen is gorgeous. Yeah, let me take a look at mine right here. Oh, wait. I don't have one. <laughs> I won't have one for a while, actually. Oh, so you've got to save up and get – I mean, you've got, you've got the iPad – two have you no I, i'm on the one if i had the two oh. honestly if i had the ipad two i i wouldn't be looking at getting an ipad oh, 3. I, I think you're right there i think you're dead right there i don't think there's any point but anyway i i, I from an ipad one to an ipad three the, that's the screen a jump is just, that's a great yeah, jump it's a great jump yep but what also arrived was my ape on the same day your ape my airport oh, 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 airport express. express. Okay, okay. Because <laughs> uh, I, I, we have these show notes that we have on, on Google Docs, and Gaz <laughs> has these three things listed: iPad, and then I'm not going to say the last one. iPad, and then APE. And I was thinking, 
Well, I'm talking about pandas later. Maybe he's got <laughs> something going on with with you know apes, apes or something. I don't know. Yeah, no, no. My airport express arrived uh, later on in the afternoon, so um, I've been messing about. And, so it was and just an apple rific day for you then. It was a little bit, yeah, because um, actually it wasn't until the weekend, later on in the weekend, when I set up the iPod Touch. So you know, we mentioned last um, was it last week when we I was talking about Mrs. Gazmaz, yeah, wanting to use the um you know oh did you get that cable we were talking about well i actually already had one oh cool okay so uh, because i looked through all my my uh (laughs) the cable drawer my my plethora of cables i've got and i i came across one and i actually took the tape deck out because i just we just don't use it and i've got a a, a separate tape uh, um player recorder player which i can use if we desperately need to get any of it recorded or to use any of them so basically i took that out and that's given me a couple of spare um inputs inputs because the tape deck actually had two separate inputs so it gave me really why did it need two separate inputs um well it it bait i don't know okay (laughs) it just had that capability so oh you know what i bet it was i bet it was an input record out recording yeah 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 yeah. uh, you know with taping anyway so i've used those um, those eight outputs and uh so it's given me two extra uh, inputs rather to the uh the amplifier and um, so i put the the ipod touch there so she can now just use that and uh so it worked uh, my out. music, my music just about fits. Actually, it doesn't. I'm still about eight gig short um, on the 32 gig um, um, iPod Touch for all my music. <laughs> she can only listen to but, one song at a time. Well, and there's also an awful lot of heavy music on there, which she will never, ever, ever listen to. So I, I took most of that. So it worked. Then. Um, so yeah, yeah, it's great. So I'm, you know, it it was it was almost. Oh, this oh boy this is gonna be a fun show i can just <laughs> i could tell already okay so you had you you got your new ipad 3 damn you you got your new <laughs> apple airport express and you got that set up and and you you did the whole thing with the ipod touch so uh mrs gaz is happy yes <laughs> excellent excellent She's, well, and she was extremely happy because um, I also bought her a little anniversary present, as it was our 24th wedding anniversary on Monday. Wow, congratulations. Yeah, our, uh, Tracy and my anniversary in August is going to be our 20th. I thought you were going to say it was her 18th and your 20th. <laughs> <laughs> well, that would be the thing is The thing is, Guy, you know, one more year and I'd have been out on parole. <laughs> no, I don't think it worked. Marriage, marriage for <laughs> most people is a life sentence. Yeah, but <laughs> you know what you need here, right? Yeah, yeah, I know what I need here. <laughs> we are going to get. We nobody. We're going to have so many people mad at us behind the show's <laughs> over. Yes, sorry, sorry about that. Ah, well, in, instead of resist. instead of amusing ourselves, why don't we yes. make the listeners happy and talk yeah, about because because they they're really not happy the fact that I'm. You know, going on and on about my iPod three and my my iPad three. Well, I know exactly how they feel, Gaz. Yeah, because yeah. <laughs> I don't Sorry. have one either. <laughs> well, let's talk about the uh, the contest, the MyMac.com four hundredth episode contest. That's and it. you can still you can still get something fantastic from the G Men. Yep. Even though I'm going on about my iPad three, <laughs> and you only have 
what three, four more weeks to enter. Yes, yes. And, and we've you- had it. We've actually had a few people um, send in an email to myself. Yeah, I haven't gotten any that's, emails. That's gaz at mymac.com to enter. However, if you'd like to enter and you are on Facebook, there is another way, isn't there, guy? By gosh, yes, there is. All you have to do is find the My Mac podcast page on Facebook, like it, and you are in. And, of course, you can also send me an email at guy at mymac.com. And if I feel like it, I'll, yeah, I'll put you on the list. Yeah, maybe. Do you want to go through the list very quickly? <laughs> sure. ALK Technologies is giving us two copies of their excellent Copilot iOS GPS application. Busy Mac Software is giving us two copies of BusyCal. From Splasm Software, we have two copies of Audiobook Builder and one copy of Checkbook Pro. Zeobit Software, two copies of MacKeeper 2012. And Boink Software, this is unbelievable. Two copies, iStop Motion Pro, Photo Magical Pro, and Boinks TV. MacFun Software giving us FX Studio Pro, two copies. And from Publications International Limited, iCookbook.com, two copies of iCookbook. Slinkware Software are giving us 10 copies um, wow. of Slink. That is still pretty impressive, really. Isn't that it? is. That is. It's a, it's a, it's a syncing up. Um, I thought you were going to say it was a it? slinking up. Oh, very nicely done. Yeah. Yeah. It's nicely done, done, right? Yes. <laughs> anyway. Uh, Reggie, Reggie Ashworth is giving us two copies each of his app delete from the Mac app store and two copies of app delete and vid convert from his website. Will Mac software giving us two copies of rapid weaver analog and courier. Uh, noodlesoft.com is giving us two copies of hazel. Plaska giving us three copies each of comic life Two and comic life for the iPad. I, Smile Software is giving us three copies of Text Expander, PDF Pen Pro, and Disc Label. And finally, but no means least, Twisted Wave are giving us a copy of their iOS audio app. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. All right. All right. All right. Um... Before we lose it completely, uh, let let's slide over to mymac.com. Do you think we ever really found it? Let's found, be honest. No, <laughs> no. You can't. You can't lose something you'd that never you had. never had. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> over at mymac.com, Elisa. You say Pacelli, and I say Pacelli. She gives us a video review of the Converge Docking Station, a device that has four USB ports specifically for charging your mobile devices. But hang on, there are a few it can't charge. And no, we're not going to tell you about it. You'll have to go watch the review to find out. Uh, Next up, Donnie Yankalo looks at five inspirational menu bar items that you might want to purchase from the Mac App Store. All are at least $1.99 or below. And Tim turns up to give extremely brief reviews of six iOS apps. Go ahead and read it. It really won't take long. Uh, Mark Greentree pops up to review an uh, an iOS plants versus zombies type of game. Um, however, Mark's last sentence really put me off the game. He said, 
Overall, the game is enjoyable, fun, and it is a good time filler when you have a spare few moments. The big disappointment is that the severe in-app purchasing requirements to Mm. fully immerse yourself in this game. But you go over and have a read, and you make your own decision. Yeah, that's uh, that's a discussion we need to have on on this show too, because that's starting to really hack me off too. <clears throat> uh, last up is you can't keep you can't keep a good man down as Mark pops up again to review an iCloud compatible note taking app for the, for the Mac. Mark says anyone looking for a simple and easy to use note taking app with the ability to span multiple Macs will not be disappointed with Scrawl. Or I almost said scrub, and last minute it was it's like that's not scraw, that's scrawl. So go take a read and find out if this is for you or not. Excellent, well yep. done, guy. Have we got any email? Uh, no email this week. No significant email. This week. <laughs> Nobody expects the Spanish Inquisition. Uh, we did get some feedback from Twitter uh, concerning a mistake that I made several times. Uh, last week and the weird thing was neither one of us really noticed it when it happened well actually or did you and you just didn't say anything correct okay because i didn't want to bring attention to it (laughs) well we're going to do that this week uh the blunder (laughs) was instead of calling him gaz as i normally do i kept calling him gary and i did it not just one time but uh tom counted tom schmidt counted i did it four times and then he came up with a uh, a drinking game idea, and that is anytime I say Gary instead of Gaz, take a drink. So if you're playing along right now, you should have already had two drinks. The, the only the only problem is, guy, uh, yeah. I've got a feeling normally people are going to get very thirsty. <laughs> <laughs> well, I try not. I tr- I try to be good. I try to and be ha- good. And we had a we had a or I had I don't think you saw this but actually no. Tom also sent me a bumper idea in and I quite like this so I yeah, thought I'd I pop it I'd pop it in as he did send it through to me via Twitter he said driving Tom mad every chance we get the G Men on the MyMac podcast I <laughs> yep. just I just like that yep and and Tom if you're listening and I know you are the whole reason why we do it is to drive you mad <laughs> ready. Ready? <laughs> uh, no, I love it. I love it. No <laughs> significant feedback from Facebook, and you all have continued to uh, cheerfully ignore our Skype number, so there's no audio feedback. Uh, we do have a phobia word of the day. Yes, it's microphobia. Now, let's see. Microphobia. Um, fear of something really small. Yep, absolutely spot on. I thought you might get that. Well, well Actually, yeah, that one's pretty self-explanatory. <laughs> but but there is slight differences of opinion. Some people say it's a fear of microorganisms. Some people say it's actually a fear of things that are really small. So I'll leave you to decide which one you want to use it for. Uh, let's see. Fear of small IQs. <laughs> we shouldn't fear them guy <laughs> no i don't fear it i don't fear it at all i uh, I, just, I relish I, just, I run with it <laughs> that's right <It's, laughs> now we have a uh a tech news of the weird and this kind of fits in with the the name of the show this week and i i don't normally put tech like whatever the tech news of the weird is into this into the the name of the show but this was just so weird 
that I, I had to include it. And uh, Gaz, do you know what the absolute most expensive tea in the world is? Um, it must be some sort of special Darjeeling or some sort of, you know, high up in the Andes special tea, which comes from some remote jungle outpost. I don't know. No, it's panda tea. Now, panda tea? Panda tea. What? Now, before people get upset over the, the fact that... I don't, that, I don't like drinking pandas. <laughs> well, evil people running over, running, running over, running hot water over live pandas. That's not what this is. However, the, the alternative of what it really is doesn't sound much better. It's made with panda excrement. Oh, guy. Yes. Each cup of panda excrement tea would cost a little more than $200 at its current price. The maker defended the steep price, saying that he would channel profits from the initial batches into an environmental fund. Sure he will. Hey, I've got to say, I've got to say, would you like the job of following a panda around? (laughs) No. (laughs) Future future batches he swears will be cheaper. And he, he got together some journalists over the weekend. He says that he thanks heaven and earth for blessing us with this environmental panda tea. The former teacher and journalist said at a weekend event, Dressed in a panda suit. Now, they weren't too clear on this. On this, is this a suit made out of a panda, or is it just like a black and white suit? You decide. Uh, he invited a dozen or so guests to help handpick the first batch of tea. So they're following the pandas around, I guess, at his plantation over the weekend. The fertilizer made the tea a health boon because pandas only eat wild bamboo and absorb only a fraction of the nutrients in their food, and pandas make plenty of fertilizer. They are like a machine that is churning it out. They keep eating, and they keep producing feces. Now, this is the guy that's trying to sell you a $200 cup of tea. He also says that they absorb less than 30% of the nutrition from their food, and that means more than 70% is passed out in their feces. You know, he just keeps saying feces over and over again like this is going to make it more palatable. I think he probably learned the word and then decided to, you know. (laughs) I wonder if he just kept saying that part of it in English. Uh, After brewing the first pickings, uh, uh, he described the tea as fragrant and smooth. Some of his guests, however... We're not quite as impressed. It sold at such a sky-high price. Perhaps, get ready, Gaz, this is just hype. Yes, yes. Gaz, God, take can, us can, out. Can I, just, can I just say? Yes. What was the tech news bit there? I don't know. <laughs> you just picked the story because it had the word panda tea in it, didn't you? And panda honest. tea and poop. I've, <laughs> Okay, it, right. it just rang all the right bells for me. Okay, stand by to stand by. I will be right back. Pieces <laughs> and all. <laughs> huh. 
Hi, everybody. This is Lee Douglas. I want to invite all of you 50s and 60s music lovers to listen to Old Time Rock and Roll, the largest oldies podcast in the world today, with a 110,000 song playlist. Our shows are always available 24-7. Go to www.oldtimernr.com. We have two new shows each week, and we take requests and dedication just like the old days. That's oldtimernr.com. Come on over and join the fun. Siri, can you help me find a good podcast? Why do you want to find a good baseball bat? Podcast, you... Well, I like to listen to Pocket Size Podcast. It's a great short podcast about all things iOS and iPhone, iPad, iPod Touch, and Apple TV. And it's got a great co-host. You mean Peter? No, me. (sighs) Could you just find me a good book instead? Why do you want to become a crook instead? I thought it was men that weren't supposed to be able to understand women. Now searching for men who don't understand women. Oh, there are about 3.5 billion of them on Earth right now. I can find support groups for you. Now searching for support groups for men who don't understand women. Look, there's 12 near you. One of them even Whether you're a man or a woman, you'll find Pocket-Sized Podcast to be a great resource for all things about Apple's iOS devices, iPhone, iPad, iPod Touch, and Apple TV. We feature reviews, interviews, and great coverage of all kinds of software and hardware devices. And the best part about it is, we don't talk about beta software, if you know who I mean. Ouch, that hurts. After all, we've been through together. Find us at PocketSizePodcast.com. Or search iTunes for Pocket Size Podcast. The G-Men. It's not that they're any good. It's just that the other podcasts suck. Welcome back to the MyMac.com podcast. I knew you would and, do that. And I, <laughs> I just want to hear how Guy is going to edit that little piece I've just did there. So I'm like, go, it's going right in. <laughs> as the song fades out, whatever songs it is I pick for the break, oh, as the dear. song fades out, you're going to hear. You're, <laughs> you're going, going to hear. hear. Exactly. Okay, so you have been putting in the hours this week by the looks of this, and this is a continuation of what originally seemed to be a fairly simple Simple and straightforward question from Antonio Andreas. (laughs) That's right. It's now gone on for, what, six weeks? (laughs) Yeah, something like that. Yeah, (laughs) And it's like every other week we we answer yet another small part of Antonio Andreas' question. And And this week? This week it's – yeah, go ahead. File sharing and online storage. Without mobile me. Without um, mobile. <clears throat> now, before, before we start on this, uh, I, you know, I should say, obviously, these <clears throat> the ones that I've picked here aren't your only choices. There are so many uh, you know, file sharing online storage services out there that there would be no way we could cover them all. These were just the ones that, that kind of... Tickled my fancy as as I was, you know, plying my keyboard with Google, with all the Google, be, Google goodness. And to be perfectly honest with you, Slinkware's also got a little bit of an option that you could use. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So uh, if you're in the 400th competition, you, you know, you might be able to use Slinkware to do some of this uh, 
yep. some of this uh, syncing up and uh, use of um, functionality to get back to your items uh, also. So uh, stay tuned, folks. Anyway, sorry, guys. No, you. that's fine. And this is going to be different from like the photo and video sharing services that we talked about before. Um, with, with photo and video sharing services, there were additional ways that, that the services themselves could make money by selling products related to the, you know, the kinds of files stored or offering editing or sharing to people that, that may want to consume the content you put there. File sharing and online sharing storage typically is going to be either seen on your desktop through the finder or or windows Explorer. and, And there's not really any place for ads with something like this. You can view the online content through a browser for those times you aren't at your computer and have ads there, but chances are you're mostly going to use these kinds of things you know, at your house. And with that in mind, I couldn't find any reliable, reliable totally free, unlimited online storage solutions. So I couldn't find any. But So they're all kind of under the, the, the free pay banner as compared to the, the free, free pay and pay ones that, that we did with some of the other ones. Well, there, mm, you may actually find that some ISPs, I know that Virgin Media over here, I know it's a bit of a backup um, rather than file sharing, but there is some storage there. So, um, Yeah, you but you're, find, you're, pay, you're still paying for that service, though. Well, yeah, but it's part of the package. So, yeah. you know, there's an awful lot of people that don't use that. So, yeah, just check your ISP um, is not giving you some sort of option as well. So that, you know, there That's could be true. something there because That's very true. often, you know, people miss things like that as well. So, uh, just, just, just take a look. You never know. <laughs> no, normally not. I agree. Normally not. But. Yeah. Well, and I, I think part of the reason why they, they don't advertise it that much is that they don't want to pay for all that storage either. Well, and, and also, I, I suppose if, if you think it through, if you change your ISP, then you, you know, you kind of, by boxing yourself, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, whatever you had, whatever you had with Virgin or whoever, yeah, you yeah, may as well yeah. just kiss that goodbye. Yeah, so that's. <laughs> oh, we're just we're having too much fun with that. Okay, sorry, sorry. I no, it's okay. I'm trying to think, but nothing happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, first one to talk about is the 500 pound Apple gorilla in the room, and that's iCloud. Now, this is the cloud service that they created to replace Mobile Me when that service is discontinued later this year. Uh, it's a cloud-based system that allows users to store music, photos, applications, documents, bookmarks, reminders, backups, notes, iBooks, and contacts, as well as serving as a platform for Apple's email servers and calendars. Third-party iOS and OSX app developers are able to implement iCloud functionality in a lot of their apps through the iCloud API. And it also will include the ability to restore your iOS device without syncing back to your computer if you have your backups for those devices set to sync this way through iTunes. Now, find my phone, photo stream, and back to my Mac, which were all services that were either available through MobileMe or are somewhat changed with iCloud are also part of this service. If you own an iOS device, the service is free with five gigabytes of space available. They have uh, other storage for pay options, which are set in 10 gigabyte tiers with a $20 per tier for a maximum of 50 gigabytes per year. I think I had that, I had that worded kind of awkwardly. Essentially, 
every time you go up another 10 gigabytes, it's going to cost you $20 a year with a maximum of 50 gigs per year. Now, uh, this also works in with iTunes Match. If you have a lot of uh, songs that are on iTunes and you're using iTunes Match, which is, of course, another $25 a year here in the States, whatever songs you have in iTunes Match, which are stored in the cloud, don't count toward your used storage for iCloud, except when tracks are uploaded that are not available in iTunes. And iTunes Match, like I said, is a different page service than iCloud. Are you using iCloud yet, Gaz? No, I, I'm still waiting to kind of move over. People keep telling me that it's working quite nicely now, and you know, I'm, get, I'm getting lots of good vibes, and I'm getting lots of people telling me that I should really move over. Um, so... Yeah, perhaps it's it's time for me to move over. But just to give people an idea, I have um, around just over 7,500 songs in my iTunes library, and that is 40 gigabytes. Now, there are some videos in there, um, and if I chop those out, I'd probably bring it down, you know, some um, video, um, uh, what do you call them? It's like uh, MTV stuff, you know, um, just music oh, videos. Oh, like, okay, <clears throat> just music, music videos. videos. Right. Okay. Um, so, but that would probably only chop it down by about three or four, possibly max of five gigabytes. Okay, well, less, remember. Probably less than that. So just so people have got an idea, you know, seven and a half thousand items, um, around 35 gigabytes. Um, so, you know. But at the, at think, the same think, time, if, if you have iTunes Match. No, None no, of those will count abs- toward your iCloud storage. Absolutely. So there's, there's two things you've got to think about there. How much of that is iTunes Match? Now, for me, <laughs> most of mine are bought CDs that I've ripped. So there's not a lot of that. Probably, I would say, less than 5% of that is going to ah, be on iTunes But you see, Match. it doesn't matter. If, if Apple has the song, any of those songs in iTunes... That's part of the iTunes Match service. What that you pay for twenty five dollars a year? Yeah, and they'll right. replace they'll replace all of those probably one hundred and twenty eight uh, bit songs with two hundred and fifty six bit versions. Right, but if you don't go for that and you just go for storage, now yeah. I thought that on just on the storage that they didn't include your purchased iTunes um, stuff either. Uh, I, no, I don't think they do. Right. So, so if anybody's thinking of just going on the storage side, not going for iTunes Match, um, iTunes maybe will in actually a route for a rude awakening. <laughs> you think? Yeah, maybe. Yes, yes, yeah, you will be <laughs> absolutely. If you do, if you've not got a lot of if you've got a lot of music and not a lot of it has been bought through iTunes, then and you're just going on the storage side, then because Apple, you know, don't charge you for the stuff that is um, purchased through them on the storage, but they will charge you or, or they will take some of that allowance out of your storage. If, um, if you haven't purchased it through iTunes. Right. So, or, yes. or if, if you're not using iTunes match. <clears throat> yes. Yes. Oh, yeah. What's that? It's one of your alarms gone off. Oh, it's just, I forgot to disconnect my phone before we started doing the show. Oh, die. Everybody? Your phone. Die. 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 <laughs> I'm so bad. Me fail English? That's impossible. <laughs> anyway. Okay, so, uh, yes. So, um, but there again, if you really don't want to go the iCloud cloud route, are there any alternatives? Why, yes, there are. Uh, 
<laughs> one is is a service that you and I, as a matter of fact, almost all of, of MyMac.com uses called Dropbox, which can be found at Dropbox.com. This is a service that we all use just because it works so well. It's great for relatively small file sharing if you go free with two gigabytes of storage for pretty much anything you want to put in there. It's also possible to get a little more storage for free if you can get other people, even free users, to sign up to the service. Sharing files is as simple as sending an invitation to another person. That person will only have access to the files and folders that you give them permission to look at. However, this also means that they can put files in that same folder, which will count toward the two gigabyte limit. Uh, for MyMac.com, that has led to some problems when some people, like uh, me, <laughs> put large files in a shared folder and completely fill up both accounts. And of course, and not of course, but there are also some great iOS apps that allow mobile devices to view and share content. As well as, I think uh, Dropbox also has an API for iOS where if, if like, say you have a word processor, or in my case, uh, when I was at Matt the Mac World Expo, I was using Twisted Wave. Twisted Wave has uh, a hook into Dropbox where you can transfer stuff from, like, your phone over the net to Dropbox, back from Dropbox into, you know, some other device. So there's a lot of iOS apps, a- apps out there that have hooks into Dropbox for you to put stuff into. Uh, there's Oh, sorry, and I just completely got lost. There are some pay options for those that require more space with the Pro 50 for $100 and the Pro 100 for $200 per year, giving you the same services but with an extra 50 or 100 gigabytes. And yeah, I think I, I think <clears throat> I think it's the the APIs which they're putting out there is obviously more and more developers use it and grab those API and that and that's you know that's that's very good for Dropbox as far as they're concerned because it uh, it makes like, sure that they yeah. become you know ubiquitous <sighs> with with cloud storage absolutely almost. absolutely. Uh, next up is one called uh, minus the drop. It's just called Box. Similar in concept to Dropbox, they give you a free five gigabytes for storage and similar ways to share it with others. They also have iOS apps to allow for mobile sharing easily, but not as many apps that I know of have the built-in hooks to make moving content from your mobile device to the services as easy. There now, is am a, I, yeah, go sorry, ahead. Am, I, am I right in thinking that they actually gave away a load of um, space to um, iPad users or iOS device users earlier in the year was that box who did that i'm sure um, i've got I'm, I th- I'm pretty sure that on uh, if you use ios devices earlier in the year they actually gave away I th- something like 10 gigabytes or possibly even more um, no i wasn't 50, aware of 50, 50 gigabytes i think it might have been but you can only use it on ios devices i think if you start using it elsewhere then oh they uh, get, you have to pay they for get the service. so angry <laughs> so very angry over there at box but, uh, um, yeah. now, Sorry, I, the, I interrupted you again. Sorry, guys. No, no, that's fine. That's fine. There's all, you know, like, I never interrupt you. Uh, there's also a 25 never. megabyte, never, never, 25 megabyte single file size limitation with the free service. Now, their personal service has two tiers for storage at 25 gigabytes for $120 and 50 gigabytes for $240 per year. The 25 and 50 gigabyte 
tiers offer uh, a maximum of one gigabyte file size uh, limits. Their business plan offers one terabyte of storage with two gigabyte file size limitations at $15 per month per user. There are also a host of collaboration services provided, and there's an unlimited service that you have to call for pricing, which I did not do. I'm not going to call and have them give me some outrageous figure that nobody that listens to this podcast is most likely to use. Uh the next and service just, and just to yeah. confirm it was box actually that gave 50 gigabytes um that's 50 gigabytes um free but it's unfortunately that was only up until december 2011 uh, but i think <laughs> i think he says putting his hand up that i actually got hold of that so uh but i'll be honest with you i've not really used it so uh there you go well, you probably there. just forgot it was even there mm, yeah so you, I'm, I'm glad you reminded me and I wonder <laughs> if there pro- are any... But the, but the problem is, you know, and, and this comes back to where Dropbox have laid down, you know, and becoming so useful that they've made sure that it's become ubiquitous and their APIs are out there and it's integrated with so many items. And it doesn't matter whether you've got 50 gigabytes free. If, if you, you know, if you if can't you use, use it, it or share, that's right. So, yeah. But there you go. There you go. Okay. <laughs> the next one that I have down here is, is just called Cloud. This is a slightly different type of service. The free version allows you to send files up to 25 megabytes in size simply by dragging the file to their menu bar icon. It then creates a URL for the file on their servers and puts that URL in your clipboard, which I think is is pretty cool, that you can email to someone else up to 10 times a day. If your needs are light, you can probably get by with this, but their paid service starting at $5 a month gives you unlimited downloads with files as big as 250 megabytes. This service seems to be more about file sharing than storage. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, just from that description. Yeah. yeah. But the fact that, that, you know, they put a, they, they put something in, in your menu bar and all you have to do is just drag a file to it and you've got a URL that you can share with somebody else. I mean, that's, that's really handy. Yeah. Super. Uh, next up is Amazon's Cloud Drive. They give you free five gigabytes of storage with paid options. Now, and actually, before I talk about this, they have another service that's called S3. And I was trying to figure out how much using these services would cost. And, you know, I mean, I, I admit that I get confused sometimes and can't always see past my own limitations, I could not figure out how you know much that, it would you cost. Know, you know what that is, guy, don't you? That's a revelation. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. I couldn't figure out how much it would cost an average user. And so I didn't even include their S3 service. If anybody is using Amazon's S3 service, write to us, send us an audio file or, or whatever and, and explain it to me. I couldn't figure it out. Uh, but the cloud drive gives you a uh, free five gigabytes of storage with a paid option of $1 per gigabyte per year for more. Uh, what, what kind of sets this apart from some of the others is you can easily add music purchases. This is kind of like iTunes match music purchases made from Amazon's MP3 service without it going toward what storage that you're already paying for. Uh, there are plenty of, Android apps that will let you re-download items directly from your account 
but no iOS app that I know of as of yet. Uh, the music service may not be available in the future as apparently Amazon didn't ask permission before they went ahead and did this. Can you believe that? Unbelievable. I guess they figure, okay, well, other than iTunes, you know, we're the, we're the, the second big download service. So we're just going to do it. You know, I guess they think it's better to ask for forgiveness than permission. I don't know. Uh, the last one we're going to talk about is called cloud safe. You get two gigabytes free with what they, what they're calling three safes. Now, as I look at this, I think they're talking about folders, folders for stuff, right? Five gigabytes. You can get at $30 per year, 50 gigabytes at about $80 per year. There are access options available for the paid accounts through almost any computer or device with internet access. Also apps are available for most major mobile devices, including iOS. Now of all of them, other than iCloud, uh, Cloud Safe seemed to be the, the the cheapest per gigabyte. Yeah, I, I'm. You see, I I mentioned to you before because uh, there are still lots of other options out there, and I mentioned Plenty. to you uh, um, something which is really um, possibly a, a you know the the future topic that you've put at the bottom end of this, which is cloud backup. Um, yeah, pay service, and this is kind of initially known as really as a backup service, which is Dolly Drive. However. They do also have a service called um, Sync, um, which allows you access to, you know, to get your files on multiple devices or, you know, you can drop them in Dolly Sync and they'll update across your iPhone, your iPad and the Macs. And that's part of the complete service which they give to you, which is like three, the basic plan I think is $3 a month. And that gives you, I think, 50 gigabytes to start off with. But wow, there's really? One, but yeah, but there's one extra thing with Dolly Drive which people are, are not picking up on, and that is that they'll add five gigabyte, get five gigabytes each month free. So your storage will grow the longer you stop with them. Five gigabytes a month. And how much was it? That's three dollars a month for the smallest one, which is uh, fifty gigabytes. Uh, um, okay. But, well, what so, I just said so, about CloudSafe. Right out the window. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you know, because I've actually been looking at Dolly Drive uh, quite closely because of this sync. You know, you can also, you know, use it as backup as well, but you can kind of combine yeah. it. And the plans, you know, I am, you know, if you wanted to use them as, as backup, well, well, we'll come to that on a, another program. We'll talk about Dolly Drive perhaps on another program for backup. But they have got this sync option, and, you know, I'm starting to take them a little bit more seriously because I know that they've got um, date, um, a... Uh, data center in the US, but they've uh, within the last six months or so, I think opened one up in Italy as well for Europe. So, uh, yeah, yeah, I yeah. think uh, I'm going to have to look at that a little bit, a little bit more because I, when I was looking <laughs> through the various services, I I didn't even see Dolly Drive, but it it sounds like that fits right in with with most of these other ones. Yeah, yeah, because but I think they've changed it recently because it used to be just really a backup, and I think they've expanded their you know. Um, the initial uh, offerings. Yes, definitely, definitely. So, uh, worth. I'll, I'll. In fact, I'll give you the link for that, so you can pop it in the show notes for the peeps listening. <laughs> okay, sounds good. Um, <laughs> I, I think we're gonna take our second break. So, everyone, please stand by to stand by, and uh, we'll be right back.
what's wrong. Tell Grog all about it. Bad app. Oh, you got another bad app. Oh, no, Sheep, did you go to teachercast.net before checking out that app? No. Sheep, you know teachercast.net has tons of educational app reviews. That way you don't waste your money. Man. That's right, Sheep. Next time, go to teachercast.net and check out their educational app review section. You won't get stuck with another one of those bad apps. That's right. Teachercast.net tell you all you need to know about apps before you buy. sound clips than any iTunes library. The G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. And welcome back to the MyMac.com podcast. This is our third segment. If we can get through this this opening 30 seconds, I think we can get all the way through. Um, very, very quickly, we wanted to talk about something that happened. Uh, we're, we're not really a news show, but this is this is pretty significant. Apple has decided to spend some of that $100 billion that it has. Uh, unfortunately, it seems to mostly benefit shareholders. Currently, Apple is saying that they're going to pay $2.65 in dividends per share per quarter and will buy back up to uh, $10 billion in shares over the next three years, beginning in the first fiscal quarter of 2013. Uh, the fiscal, the fourth quarter for 2012 will end September 30th for us non-Apple share holding grunts. This is the first time Apple has paid dividends since 1995. Now they have nearly, they must be, they must be doing all right then. Yeah. Well, yeah, maybe, (laughs) uh, they have nearly a hundred billion dollars in cash and, and, Mm. uh, and no debt. And it looks like this plan will spend about $50 billion over the course of three years. Of course, Apple's profits won't be standing still during that time. So it's kind of impossible to say how much they'll have at the end of the proposed period of time. Well, and let, me, let, me, let me take a guess. I think they'll probably have $200 billion in the bank. <laughs> probably. <laughs> Uh, I actually think that they would have been better off holding on to the money and possibly opening up some manufacturing uh, in the EU or the U.S. as a hedge against possible supply chain or assembly problems in the Far East. Not to mention what kind of PR, you know, positive PR that a move like that would make for a company now seen as the biggest in the world. Maybe go into like opening up a, a memory or processor production plant for themselves. You know, currently, such parts are contracted off to companies like Samsung, which can cause issues when the next time it comes to renegotiating the price for uh, the future of essential memory display or processors that they, that they need for all these mobile devices that they're making. Well, I've made a couple of comments, and I'm going to respond to yours, um, that second one that you made first, if I may. Sure. Um, yeah. I, I'm, I'm not sure that they should go into their own manufacturing. I mean, they're not specialists in that field. Um, you know, no, they bought you into. Do, they bought the specialists that, well, that do well, that. Well, no, they bought. Uh, yeah, I was just thinking about that as you said it, but I think they've actually bought into um, the design and manufacture of it, so they can then say, right, this is how we want it. 
You make yeah. this for me, you know, and all they have to do is spread the work around to hedge their bets. Um, do they need so much PR for manufacturing in the US and Europe? They've already got a big stranglehold in these, con- you know, these areas. So, you know, in China and in Asia and Asia Pacific, that's where their biggest growth and possibly in russia that's where their biggest growth is going to come so if anywhere they're going to open up new plants it's going to be i would have thought in those places because they don't they don't have they don't have to push themselves in in the us or or in 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 europe anymore i mean they've opened up a uh, an ipad manufacturing plant in brazil these are the growth areas that they want to get into so that's where they're likely to uh, to build their their plants they're not likely to um uh, to put them in, you know, us old stages. To be perfectly honest with you, <laughs> well, I know I guess- I, that's something that's something we don't want to hear. But as long as they are designing and they keep their design work and they keep that, you know, that core process together the the actual high tech part of it i guess yeah i think and i think that's what a lot of companies are doing now because you know they don't want to be messing about with you know having to go through all the manufacturing process they'll want a good manufacturing company to do it for them a good company that's you know going to make sure it treats all its people really well but let's not go down that route um (laughs) i think i always said that they should buy back shares and I've got a feeling that they'll continue to do it. And I, I, I think they might even speed that process up. And if the buyback isn't seen as detrimental on the stock market, I think they'll just, you know, continue to do that at an increased rate. Okay. Well, you know, w- what's the benefit of buying the stock back? Other than keeping just, the share price high. I, 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 I think it basically, that it ultimately the goal is that they can be a completely um, independent company that doesn't rely on shareholders. However, it's not really affected them that much, no. I suppose, looking back uh, and on the share price. But, you know, I, I, I think that if, I think if Steve Jobs was still there, that would be the ultimate goal, and if that as ethos, compared to paying out dividends, yeah, and yeah, well, it's also the control as well of the company because remember he lost control. You know, they had they had a board of directors, and you know they were reporting to the board, and obviously the shareholders uh, would be looking for that. So really, he would have been looking, I think, for more control and to gain that control back of the company. Now, if that ethos what Steve Jobs, <laughs> say it ain't if, so, <laughs> and if that's the if that ethos is still there then that may be where you know where they're coming from as well but you know i'm i i'm no expert in that and i've probably just proved that over the last two seconds (laughs) golly 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 golly. (laughs) yeah i i think um you know the only thing i would say about that is all right they're doing they're doing two different things here and i don't think either one of us are really you know financial geniuses uh but they're they're paying out dividends which makes the stock more attractive and at the same time, they're buying back stock, which also makes the stock more attractive. So if the goal was to make, you know, to, to bring as much stock as they possibly could back into the company for control, why are they making moves that is going to keep the, st- the, the price of the stock high? Of course, um, the, what's what's the alternative? You know, we're not going to sell iPads anymore. Watch the, the stock drop yeah, to about yeah, five I'd bucks say. a share. Is is it is it them keeping the price high, or is it just them keeping the shareholders happy before they buy them out? Well, I, I don't know. Guy. I don't. 
I don't know. I'm, right. I'm, I'm not an expert in that. I, I know that companies like to have as much of you know, their own sh- uh, stock holding as they possibly can, uh, but they've got enough money. I mean, if they're only giving $50 billion back over the next three years, <laughs> crikey, I yeah, mean, they, they can they, probably they, afford they, it. Yeah, I mean, how much do they make in a quarter? You know, whenever we hear the quarterly results, they say, oh, and that's $20 billion or $19 billion, whatever it is. No, and the last one was about $13 billion. I'm going to overboard a little bit but it's anywhere between 13 and 15 billion a quarter that they have coming yeah. in so you know three or four quarters and it, and it, it does and they're still at 100 billion <laughs> so yeah I, I yeah I, well mm. obviously apple should do exactly what we say they should do as Definitely. compared give, to the, the moves that they've been making because it's obviously been completely wrong for the company I think that they I'm should I'm waiting start for those Mac giving, clones. I think they should start giving away product like Squirrel. Google gives away its software. <laughs> yeah, good idea. <laughs> and I actually saw something that made me laugh today. Um, I don't remember who said it. it. was someone on Twitter was saying, well, what they should do is, is buy out Dell and, uh, and give the money back to the shareholders. <laughs> anyway wow wowzy wow wow um yeah yeah we'll we'll see how this goes but uh i i think that that at this point with apple essentially being on on top of the mountain as far as uh total cash value uh what do they call that uh i i don't even know you know they're basically the biggest company in the world right now and when you consider that it wasn't even, what, 10 years ago, the word beleaguered was always mentioned in every single article that, that talked about Apple, Apple computers. Uh, they're probably doing one or two things right. Maybe. Yeah, yeah I, I agree with you. I agree with you. And they've just got to continue that ethos and keep going along those lines. It's, I think a lot of people, obviously, at this point in time, are quite happy with Apple. Uh, they're coming out with that range of products. It's, it's the next two or three years where they haven't brought out an inspirational product that people will start to get nervous. Give it five years, and if they still haven't brought out a new inspirational product, then I think you'll Start see them worry. starting to yeah yeah, yeah but, but right that now doesn't, they're fine but that doesn't but that doesn't mean that in you know five years time the iPad won't be you know still an absolutely superb product at the top of its game and the iMacs and Mac Minis still won't be some of the best products that you can buy with the best operating system and the integration between them isn't absolutely superb but we may not be getting. Um, those inspirational products that um, obviously have happened over the past 15, 20 years. Yeah, or God, over the last five years. I mean, well, yeah, yeah. But I, to be honest with you, I think, guy, if if we sit back and you look about, you look back at it, and people, you know, think logically, that's been an absolute peak. No company can continue to hit it out of the park. Like they have done in with, such a well, short with, period with of new time pro- with new products, yes, correct, yes, correct. There's no, and there's no way, even Apple, even Steve Jobs, there's no way that he could continue to have done that. So you know, people have got to just take a step back, and and as long as they keep developing and improving uh, what they've got at the moment, they will come up with something that you know they're they're going to have uh, the sort of environment to make sure that somebody. Uh, 
has got the you know the brains in there to actually come up with something. Yeah. I just genius. don't think it's going to be what a sheer genius. <laughs> yeah, but but I just don't think it's going to happen quite as often as we've come to expect it. No, it, you're right. You're right. It can't. And um, why don't we go ahead? Because I'm, we got to be running long. Of course, with the new way I record the show now, I have no idea how long the show is anymore. I, I used to be able to just glance at GarageBand and have a good general idea. No clue. No clue at all. Uh, why don't we go into our app picks? Why don't you go first? Um, well, this is a bit of a cheat, this one. Um, it, in fact, it's very much a big cheat. Uh, as it was uh, St. Patrick's Day on uh, Saturday, <laughs> England beat the Irish at rugby. Um, I, did I say that? At Quidditch. Really? At a, Quidditch. Yeah, at Quidditch. At Quidditch. And, um, yeah, unfortunately, the Irish didn't play quite as well as they should have done. Um, this Bling. is something, and I was struggling for an app, I will admit. Um, there is a free version and a paid version, but this is called Leps World, L-E-P apostrophe S World. Uh, and there's a little leprechaun, which you, you know, it's a little platform game. Go and take a look. It's a bit of fun. That's all it is. Oh, it looks like uh, like Mario. Yeah, it is a little bit like that. But you've got a little leprechaun to jump about the place for you. And I'm guessing instead of mushrooms, it's like what little shamrocks come up instead. Little shamrocks and all sorts of stuff that you can collect. Yeah, yeah. It's a little platform game. Go for it. Go on. Go for it. It's it's free or sixty nine pence. I think uh, the paid version. So uh, uh, yeah, I I quite like a bit. And I've oh, and that's a Mac app too. Oh, yes, yes, sorry, yeah. It's not an iOS, it's a Mac app. Yep, yep. So oh, I'm getting go, it right see. now. <laughs> Before I forget, because I will be jumping, forget. You'll be jumping around for the rest of the night. Oh, hooray, hooray for and, me. And now and now everybody's complaining at me saying, stop doing a, a Leo the poor Irish accent. Yeah. Well, you know what? It's got to be better than my Irish accent. Of course, that yeah, I just, almost goes without I just, saying. Yeah, I just heard that, yeah. Yeah, that's why I stopped almost immediately. Uh, my app pick for this week is one that I was initially very, very disappointed in uh, when I first got it. It's Avid Studio by Avid. It's a uh, movie editing app, and there were no restrictions that I could see for it on the iPad. It didn't say you know only for iPad two or, or you know and above. It just said for the iPad. So I went ahead and got it first. 20 times I tried to use it, almost an immediate crash. I mean, it was crash city. And when iOS 5.1 came out, I went ahead and tried it again, and it didn't crash. Yay! Or at least it didn't crash while I was trying to do the basic stuff. I I think this is an app that would definitely work better with a little more horsepower. So uh, if you have an iPad 1, you can probably use it, but I would highly recommend people with iPad twos and threes to get it instead. However, if you want to play with it, it's $4 and 99 cents at the iOS app store. It's got a very iMovie esque kind of it of interface. And the weird thing is besides giving you a timeline that, you know, we're, we're all used to seeing at the same time, they also give you like, as you're dropping things down, uh, the little boxes to show what order all of your clips are in. So it's really, really easy with touch controls to move a clip from one side to the other, to add effects, to add, you know, text or, or, or whatever it is you want to do. It has a simple interface. You use tabs to switch between albums and music 
and uh, video files and, and the effects and text and all the stuff that you want to do with your video. It really is a very, very nice layout. The only thing it doesn't do that I wish it would do would give you um, multiple video tracks, which I know is possible because I have another app that can do it. However, considering the competition, the Avid Studio app to edit video is, in my opinion, the best app in iOS for doing so. And it's $4.99. Cool. Nicely done, Guy. Thank you very much. Yeah. Great, now, great app. Yeah. Here's the people. Here's the people's pick. <laughs> Actually, I bet right now all of the people are going, don't play that anymore. Um, <laughs> we don't have a people's pick this week, unfortunately. No. Where's the kaboom? There was supposed to be an earth-shattering kaboom. Well, we don't have a kaboom, and we don't have a, a people's pick. So if you have a people's pick that you would like to send to us, an app that you really, really like on either the Mac or uh, iOS, send it to us, and we'll talk about it, and we'll give you does, credit for it, because that's what doesn't we do. Have, doesn't have to be a new one. It can be one that you just use on a regular basis that uh, people, sure. you know, people sometimes forget that you know they've got an app sitting there, and it's really useful. And uh, so just send it in. And uh, we'll, we'll talk about it. Yep. Uh, now, Facebook. Yeah, do, do, do you know how many Facebook. likers we have on Facebook right now, Gaz? I do you remember when we were how, like stuck uh, at like between 95 and 99 likers and I was going crazy? Yeah. Those days are how many, long gone. How many licks have we got now? We got, we got 114 licks. <laughs> oh. oh. <laughs> Would, wouldn't uh, you just... <laughs> No, we I'm have 114. That's lovely. I'm not going to do it. Ah, damn. I'm not, I'm not going to do it. No, <laughs> so everyone... I, <laughs> go ahead. Um, I don't know what I was going to say there. I've completely Well, if we play it one more time, I know what will happen. <laughs> yeah, that, that's pretty much it. Uh, so everyone who has liked us on Facebook, whether it was because you truly enjoy the podcast or because you want free stuff from the contest, we don't care. Thank you so very, very much for liking us on Facebook. My Mac, the My Mac podcast page. And guess what, guy? What's that, Gas? Tell me, tell me. <laughs> tell me, tell me we true. Have, we have an <laughs> iTunes review. And it's we from, it's in the UK store, actually, in the UK iTunes store. Um, we've got a review which says a air quotes, different type of podcast. We get a very nice review, five stars from Ploddles. Is that Ploddles <laughs> or Plodless? Plodlisle. Plod, um, anyway, Ploddles. If you obviously if, Spanish. If you'd like to send us an email <laughs> confirming who you are, we may well send you a wooty for putting I a I will send in. you a wooty. And basically, he says, a weird podcast presented by two <laughs> weirdos, Guy and Gaz. And I've got a complaint here. Actually, as you've done it in the UK store, you should have put my name first and not Guy's. <laughs> but I'll, but I'll <laughs> and it says, a weird podcast presented by two weirdos, Guy and Gaz. Perfect for weirdos like me. And actually, it could have been worse. He could have said, Gary and Guy. Drink. Anyway. <laughs> uh, you had to do it, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Um, if you know, we really, really do appreciate it when, when you guys do the iTunes reviews. And if you haven't done one in over a year, <laughs> do another one. Why the hell not? Yeah, uh, I'm going to do one <laughs> right now. By God, <laughs> hang on, yeah, I'm just going over and type it in. Okay, I'm well, I'm not going to send you. I'm one of the co-hosts, and I think I'm good. Well, if you do that, you will get a complaint. And how will they contact you to complain? If if they want to complain, they can contact me at guy at (laughs) mine.com or twitter.com forward slash Mac Parrot. Oh, damn it. Hold on. Hold on. There we go. There we go. Oh, brilliant. And brilliant. if they want to complain about me, yeah, they can contact me at gaz at mymac.com I can't or twitter.com forward slash gazmaz. I can't think why they want to complain about you, Guy. I, mean, I can't think of a I mean, single I don't reason know why. <laughs> you can also and, contact us on the yep. Twitters um, on twitter.com forward slash Guy and Gaz. That's G-U-Y-A-N-D-G-A-Z. Yep. No spaces. No, no spaces. Whatever. We're, we're spaceless here. We are. Well, people want to put us in space, but that's a whole different thing. Uh, you can also uh, contact Fearless Leader Tim to praise or complain about us at feedback at mymac.com. And as I said earlier, Gaz, nobody is sending us any audio feedback. There must be some way that they could send us audio feedback. There is. If they want to send us audio feedback, they can call us on Skype on 703-436-9501. Really, you can. You can, and and we will play it. And we have no idea what I'll say in the middle of it because I, I'm always making odd comments. Um, yes. I think that's it for the show tonight, Gaz. End. Nope, not yet. Not yet. <laughs> Almost. Almost. I just wanted to say... Thanks to everyone, everyone, for downloading and everyone and listening to the MyMac.com podcast. We really appreciate it, and you guys are wonderful. Yeah, you people that download and listen to us, we we love you a lot of time, really, truly, and we we still can't believe that you actually download this stuff. Yeah, well done. After tonight, and I don't think I don't think they're going to download us anymore. <laughs> no, they will. Blame they will. Who blame they love them? us. I will. Uh, mm, uh, right, end. Thanks for downloading the MyMac.com podcast. Please check out the Stoplight Network for other podcasts like the Tech Fan Podcast, Pocket Size Podcast, Not Another Mac Podcast, Geekiest Show Ever, the Mac Specialist Podcast, and the All New App Minute Podcast. A Limerick fan from Australia regarded his work as a failure. His verses were fine until the fourth line, because the fifth may as well have been written in Braille. <laughs>